This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. I thought it was like 90-something, nine oh, nine oh right? <laughs> Giles, nine, that's, nine. That, that's for them porn channels that you're watching on, uh, on Sky. <laughs> Dips inside and hits. Oh, what a goal! Right, that is from Ross Wallace. Chris Waddle, is he going to have a crack? Oh, he does, he's good! Anything Paul Gascoigne can do, Chris Waddle can do. One by Stephen Fletcher back towards Adam Rich! You're listening to the Wednesday Till I Die podcast. Hello and welcome to the Wednesday Till I Die podcast. Uh, whichever way uh, you look at it, this was an excellent win against a good Ipswich side and the first clean sheet since the 2-0 win away at Crew and the first at home since the 3-0 win against Sunderland way back in early November. Uh, in this episode, we'll be going over the main talking points from that win, uh, the new signings, how we thought the, they got on, uh, injury blows for Gregory and Adeneran, obviously before we look ahead to Tuesday against Morecambe and Saturday against Burton Albion. It's not just me, alongside me I have Liam and Giles as always. How are you both? Uh, all good, Liam? Yeah, sound mate, sound a bit of a... Well, you had a session I, yesterday, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I had a few shandies after the game yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> celebrating the win, mate. Celebrating the win. But we had my friend Dan up from London, who was a, um, he's a Leicester fan, really, but he's an adopted Wednesday oh, yeah. fan. Yeah, yeah, I shouldn't say that because his, uh, his other half dad's uh, a blade. So <laughs> <laughs> I, shouldn't, I shouldn't say that. But anyway, but he's uh, I don't think he's. He, the last time he came was 1-0 against Bolton, so he loves a 1-0. Oh, yeah. But I think out of his 11 games, he's watched Wednesday. We've never lost. This is over years. Like, is he coming yeah. on Tuesday? <laughs> That's what I said. I said, I'll pay for your train up from London, mate. <laughs> 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 cool. Quality, quality. Feeling a bit rough then today? Yeah, it was a bit fragile this morning. So. <laughs> Do you know what? I can't remember the last time I got hammered. To on, the, on the LucasAid uh, Fizzy Orange today and <laughs> Iron Brew. To, uh... <laughs> quality. Giles, mate, how are you? You all right, mate? Yeah, I'm all good, thanks. Just uh, just recovering from three hard games in a week. Oh, yeah. Um, can, can your legs take that anymore? Bloody hell, just about. <laughs> just hanging in there. But yeah, we won on the weekend, so 
Um, Back to yeah, winning. It's always ways. good to win. Yeah, well, it's always good to win, but still wasn't the wasn't the best game to to watch or to play in. But play? we won. Wealdstone. Wealdstone. Yeah. Is that that team that's got that bloke that starts? This what, what's his oh, name? Oh yeah, what's his name? Yeah. You want some? Yeah. You, you want some? You I mean, have no, you? You got no fans. <laughs> yeah, got that's no it. Fans. You got no fans. <laughs> <laughs> he weren't there. Did you, did you just pick him out in, in crowd line? No, I didn't. No, just hit him with one of your wayward <laughs> shots. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he talked about wayward shots. Nathaniel Mendes Lang had one of them, didn't he? Yeah. Well, yeah, one of them were. Do you know what? I've, that, it, I was pissing myself laughing that uh, I, can't, I can't remember where in the Richard is it in the group when he said uh, Mendes Lang's had a shot and it's it and it's nearly hit me and he put and I live in Uganda. <laughs> that, just but, come past window now. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that would quality off, so we'll get that onto that uh, in uh, in a little uh, in a little bit. Yeah, before we start talking about Wednesday, a few things that have happened obviously in uh, in League One. Um, first of all, some of the gate, some of the, the scores at the weekend: Oxford seven two against Gillingham, four penalties in that game. Like I didn't realize that. I saw that Landed scored four, but I didn't realize they were all penalties until you said. Can't believe it. I've seen him. Um, he goes right for the first one, and then. Left, left, left for the ne- for the next three keeper, shocking keeper. He's dived way, way early. I mean, uh, what would you what would you do, Giles, if you had four penalties in a row? I mean, I know you've got some history with penalties, haven't you? In yeah, your- I'm probably not the best person to ask there. I've missed a few in my time. I've scored a few as well. Hey, I've scored a few. Um, no, if I had four penalties, what would I do? First one, I'd place so probably right or left. Second one, I'd go down the middle. Third one, I'd probably go down the middle again. Yeah, and then the fourth one, I'd place. And I'd probably only score. I'd probably only score one out of four. <laughs> well, I was going to say, weren't there? There were a game in the Premier League. Um, Everton, Andy Johnson. Remember him, bald lad he used to play. Uh, Andy front. Johnson, yeah. Didn't he score? Th- he scored a hat trick, but missed two penalties in the same yeah, game. Something crazy. Did yeah, I'm sure, did. yeah, I'm sure it was something like that. Christ, it's bad. That another one. Sunderland six 0 I can't believe that. Obviously, getting beat six 0 by Bolton. Uh, our old friend Kieran Lee getting on the go- on the uh, on the score sheet and uh, agent Danny Bart uh, <laughs> scoring an own goal. Have you seen the own goal? Yeah, by the it's way, brilliant. <laughs> it, do you know if there was a DVD for like own goals, <laughs> own goals and, and gaffes? gaffes. <laughs> that would be the worst debut, isn't it? The worst debut ever. Conceding six as yeah, a centre back yeah. and scoring an own goal. And then to top it all off, manager gets sacked, which I can't believe Crazy, that either. Really, like, like we we think Chancery is a bit trigger happy, but. And Danny Barth probably only went to Sunderland because of the manager as well, didn't he? Well, we know that never happens, do we? <laughs> <laughs> After last week. Although, although it was mentioned again in the... Uh, it was in, in the, the Harley Dean uh, yes. signing. Yes, yeah. it was. I've got, I've got that mentioned a little bit later on. load of nonsense. Nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> but now, like, manager's gone as well. The third in league, I mean, I've no idea who they're going to get, but I, I hope they the only go. thing that maybe something's happened behind the scenes it, it might not just be because of that result maybe something's happened after the result in the dressing room or I don't know but I mean, it's strange they, that isn't it they've got spanked a few times haven't they to be fair this this season like uh, <laughs> Rotherham they've spanked won, they've, they've also won a lot of games oh well, yeah well they're third for starters well there you go I don't know how many points they're off top three there you go it's crazy oh, something must have happened unbelievable being a manager so. at the moment it's oh, horrible isn't it yeah it's just you don't know when you know that's it. It could just all be, all be over just like that. Um, other thing, the only reason I mentioned this because it popped up in our uh, members WhatsApp group. And um, can you remember teletext when you were a, when you were a kid? Like it just it, it just took me back. Like when you 
I can remember like you know, get, obviously no internet. Well, there was internet, but not internet as you know it now. You didn't have yeah, all these yeah. apps and what have you. And you remember like look checking score and you whatever whatever page you go on, you know three hundred and whatever it is. And uh, I thought it was like nine oh nine oh something, wasn't it? <laughs> Giles, that's, that, that's for them porn channels that you're watching on uh, <laughs> on Sky. <laughs> don't worry, your secret safe wheels. I don't. Your missus don't listen to this podcast, does she, Giles? Oh God! <laughs> I hope she doesn't. <laughs> We'll soon find out. <laughs> yeah. We'll soon find out when his, when his Sky TV's been uh, been cancelled. <laughs> but, but yeah, like I can remember when you put it on and uh, it'd be on page nine of ten or whatever, and you're on, you know, Sheffield Wednesday on page eight or something. You've got to wait another yeah. five minutes for all pages <laughs> for to, to, to go around or whatever, and then some distraction you look away and then oh fucking hell, it's on number 10 again and <laughs> scored four goals since it's since it's come back around but uh yeah i found this um this website where you can you can go and and tell it takes as if it's like back in whatever you know 1990s early 2000s and i think it uses the bbc sports website but you can actually put in like you know football scores or whatever or what's it called what's the website uh, I, I don't know. It's, I've, I'll put the link in this in the in the show uh, in the show notes. It's quite a good. I, I spent I spent far too long on that website. <laughs> Looking <laughs> through it, yeah, like, I could have just got. Trying to find an holiday. <laughs> <laughs> mate, yeah, honestly, what page for that? <laughs> mate, honestly, like, how did you buy? Like, no, now when when you buy an holiday, I, I must. Well, not me, but my missus must spend weeks looking at every single TripAdvisor um, review, looking at pictures i'm like say they all look exactly the same like they've all got a pool and a bar and a beach like they literally just pick one but back then you'd literally just read it'd just say the name of the hotel in probably three lines of text and you're like yep i'm having that one i'm having that holiday like now you go on holiday and you've, you've practically been on holiday before you've even gone you've looked on google maps you've been on street route view you even know what name you know, bloke is behind bar before you've even gone. Back then, you just literally, you didn't know, you could have been going anywhere, couldn't you, well, to be fair? I've had a mare, haven't I, with my well, talking about holidays. Yeah. Just a side note to anyone, don't bother using lastminute.com ever. <laughs> totally not sponsored. <laughs> at all. <laughs> yeah, come on, what's, what's happened? Oh, they were just a nightmare, weren't they? But it's sorted now, I think, hopefully. <laughs> Subject to potential fees, but hopefully not. Should be all right. Fingers, uh, fingers crossed. Uh, just a couple of mentions as well. Apparently, it was uh, seven years on Saturday since uh, the Chancery regime started. I can't believe it's seven years. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, gone it's, it's quick, flown by. It? Well, I mean, when you look at what's happened since he's come in, he's been umpteen managers, you know, a relegation, two playoffs, a playoff final, you know, 4,000 mistakes, <laughs> which we could probably write a book about. Um, but yeah, seven years since Chan Series come in. And also, um, at the weekend, it was 30 years since the whole Cantona not good enough to play for Sheffield Wednesday saga as well. Which, Went well, didn't it? Yeah, we all know, we all know what happened after that, didn't we, to be fair? so uh, Chip player, though, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, he was crap. I don't think he did much, did he, really, to be fair? Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, let's get on to uh, Ipswich then. Obviously, there was a game at the weekend, um, a 1-0 win. First of all, starting lineup back to as usual. Obviously, we had kept the same same starting lineup for against Oxford, but uh, chopped and changed, which, to be fair, can't really grumble. We, uh, you know, what we spoke about in the week, conceding 11 goals in, in four games, just ain't good enough. Obviously, brought the two new, uh, two new lads in. Um, 
So they were Story, Dean, Windass and Canberra all started and out went Palmer, Hunt, Silaso and uh, Lee Gregory. Obviously, they were later found out with an injury. And, you know, we spoke quite a lot about it as well last week and also on the debate show about the formation. Stuck with the 3-5-2 with Story, um, Story on the right, Dean in the middle and Uch as the, as the left centre-back. First of all... Um, do you th- well, do you think sticking with the three five two were were right, and were were we right to bring those two centre backs in as well? Yeah, I think so. I think it worked all right. Like I said, I I thought he pre- I said didn't I? I thought he might stick with it. Um, I was shocked. To be fair, I, I was I was shocked to see not not for any reason, but I just thought Johnson. I didn't think Johnson did the start. To be fair, I thought it'd have been yeah. Mendes Lang on the left and uh, Palmer or Hunt on the right. But to be fair. He proved it set me out off to him. <laughs> I know, not, yeah. for, not for any reason, but it's hard, isn't it? Because to be fair, Palmer and Johnson have both been playing out of position. Yeah. Both been playing well. Hunt's been doing all right recently. So, but like we say, I think there will be some, you know, rotation over the next few weeks with the games we've got coming up. But um, yeah, I, I, I was happy with it, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, Giles, obviously, quite a lot of people were saying before. And I mean, I, I said that the back three were going to be, you know, story. Dean and, and Hutchinson. Quite a few people saying, oh, he can't drop Palmer. He's been playing well and stuff. My take on that was, yes, he's been playing well and he's been doing great as as that other centre-back, but that's not his position, is it? So do you think it's harsh on Palmer that he were dropped or do you think it was the right thing to do? Obviously, in hindsight, right, we've, we've won the game. It's obviously, but... Yeah, we've won the game. So it's obviously the right decision because we got the result that was needed. But I'll be honest with you, I thought he was going to go to a four. I thought it was going to be Dean and, and Hutchie at the back with Hunty and Palms and I thought Johnson was going to get dropped to be honest with you so when I saw that Story and and Dean had come in I was I was actually quite surprised um especially putting Hutch on the left even though I know he can he can easily fill in there but you know I I was saying I I prefer Hutchie down the middle yeah um but yeah by by reading up on uh on things uh to, about the game sorry uh, it sounds like they've done the three of them did did really well and were solid. Yeah, I mean, the, the fact that Ipswich didn't have a shot on target. I mean, not being funny. You've got to shout. You've got to have a shot on target to score a goal. So, from from that, you know, they've come in. They've got a clean sheet. We've we've dealt with pretty much everything that got thrown thrown at them. One thing I would say. I mean, we'll come on to our individual performances in a in a bit. But Dean Harvey Dean. Harley Dean, not Harvey. Harley Dean is. All uh, right, we kept calling him Harley Quinn yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> so if I say that at some point, that's why because we just kept saying it yesterday. Yeah, Har- Harley Dean. I'll <laughs> oh, we'll get there in the end. Uh, yeah, he's he's like a just a no nonsense centre back. You know, he just does what a defender needs to do. Is you can already see that he's good at organising. Um, you know, telling people where they need where they need to be. He's not afraid. Did he to come do out? That. Did he come out with the ball a bit? Did he play a bit, or was he um, more? Not really. No, I, I think he just was got he more it. like a Dunkley. Was he more like a just a straight up defender, head it sort of? Yeah, edit, not kick it. But well, yeah, but well, he was... edit, tackle. He, he just offloaded his job. It. Yeah, he offloaded it to Hutchinson, or he offloaded it to Story, or even further, you know, to Defando Mendes Lang on the wing, or okay. or Johnson, and he, he weren't, you know, he, he didn't try and do anything that he perhaps can't do. I mean, we. So, so who would you say probably played better? I know it's hard to say between Story and Dean. Um, Dean. I'd say Dean, by, without a shadow of a doubt. Story, okay. Story made 
a few mistakes. There were one in the first half where he where he lunged in and missed the tackle, and they were they were clean through. And okay. thankfully, the shot were high, wide, and well, not very handsome, were it from the from the yeah. Ipswich lad? That was I think that was his only like real. There was another one where mistake. he kind of where he spooned it in a, uh, in the second half. You know, went for a clearance and it just went up in up in the air and what have it. you. But we're being, you know, we're being obviously super critical. I think mate, the main thing is that they came in, did a job, and for for once, in a long, long, long time, it looked like we weren't going to concede a goal. You know, every you know when when we've been playing recently, every time the other team goes forward, you think, well, oh, fucking hell, as soon as a as soon as a corner as well. well, well yeah. That's your thing. Dean, Dean's good in the air. Yeah. Both boxes as well. He had a chance in the, uh, in the first half, you know, when the game were one nil to, it was half chance, weren't it? Yeah, from, from, a, from, corner, a, from yeah. a corner, but we dealt with everything in, in our box as well. So playing against Dean, when I was obviously a bit younger, I always like, or I always thought, Thinking back now, that he was a very aggressive player. Yeah, uh, he put some tackles boxes. in. He got, you he know, got a yellow card he puts as well. His head, he'll, he'll put his head where it hurts as well. Do you know what I mean? And, and for me, that's that's what I want my defenders, yeah, my, my defenders to do. Right? It took a it, it, it was like a tactical foul, weren't it? Yeah, yeah. We needed it needed it needed just to be a foul, and he just took one for the team and got a yellow card. But... I think that comes with experience as well, doesn't it? Knowing you know took a, took a yellow card. I mean, I've looked I looked at his um, his past history and what have you. He gets a few yellow cards, but he's not. Nothing crazy. I think six he got last season. It was quite. Was it quite early in the game? When Fairly early. I was thinking, oh fucking hell! Here we go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a debut red card. Like oh dear. Normally, yeah. normally we're talking about Hutchie getting a yellow card. Yeah, early no, on, he's uh, he, he's calmed himself down. To be fair, Hutchie, what a. That's maybe because he hasn't bloody come for dinner with me recently. <laughs> what and you like revving him up? <laughs> revving him up all the time. Yeah. <laughs> no, to be fair, just on on Hutch, I think when he when he plays in that midfield role. Yellow card every game, like literally. But I think when you're that last man, um, there's that little, you know, you, you haven't got any, you haven't got that safe net, net behind you, have you? You know, like he, if he's in midfield and he puts a bad tackle in or, or a rash challenge and he's late or and he misses the tackle, it doesn't really matter, does it? But he's, he's got a, you alluded to it, didn't you, um, a couple of weeks ago, Giles, like trying to say, like, headless chicken, but not like a headless chicken, if you know what I mean. And mm. he has he has calmed it down and he's, he's more calculated. He's still, I mean, he still puts the challenges in, doesn't he? He doesn't shy away from from the big tackles and stuff, but he's more he's more calculated and he's played he's just he's played well. Yeah, really fair, well. Which... We look, I think we looked solid, solid yesterday. So yeah, I mean the the goal came very early on. Yeah, five minutes, six minutes in, or whatever it was. For me, that goal just what one. I mean, we'll come on to it in a bit. But one thing that I don't think we did, and I think it was, which was clearly a plan, we didn't press. We just let them have the ball, didn't yeah, we? Like, yeah. we? We let them pass with it and what have you. But for that goal, I think their their left back or the centre back, can't remember who it was, kind of tripped over the ball, and and Windass pounced on him, didn't he? We're like thinking, I'm well, going to fucking fuck have you. Lungo slid in, didn't he? Yeah. And then Windass came and picked it up. Yeah, but before that, Windass is the, the the left back or the centre back's got the ball, and he like I said he. he, he he like trips over the ball or something, and Windass is thinking, "I'm going to fucking have you." So he chases him, oh, and, and then, then that, they make like, that and then start from there. Yeah, yeah. Then Windass yeah. like gets you know gets a toe end on it. Then Luongo puts the challenge in, and then it all kind of came from that. And but that was something that didn't really happen in in, in the game much. And you know, I, I can see why because they did fuck all with the ball really. They, <laughs> yeah. Just passed it around and sixty odd percent possession, and didn't didn't do anything at all. But that the goal as well, you know. 
I wanted Winnas to take it. To be fair, I thought he should have cut inside and and had a shot. And, it, and when he passed it to Mafano Mendes Lango, thinking he's not beating box. Like I just thought at the, at the time it was the wrong decision. But credit, what a ball! Like back oh, yeah. stick and, and Johnson. He, ra- he busted cuts to get there, didn't he? Who were, really were there it, number seven? Took it right well as well, didn't he? Yeah, who were there number seven? Um, know, to be honest, but you watch it and. He just didn't track him back, did he? He's nah. just uh, Johnson's, like you said, Buster got. And when I when I first saw it, I mean, I've, I've watched it again, and it looks ten times better like, than, than yeah, what it yeah. were when we when we saw. It. Obviously, where I see, I'm totally over end at pitching, what have you. But what a finish! And oh yeah, he took it really, really well. It just what just absolute perfect start. I think that kind of set the tone for the game as as well. Um, it always helps when you get an early goal, doesn't it? Oh yeah, massively. Like. I mean, and it, uh, listen. Let's talk about a finish. By the way, it was a great oh, finish. Oh, mate, brilliant finish on the slide saw, as well. You saw the way he's like sliding to sort of, you know what I mean? And it, and it was like right in the side net and from the angle, it was an unbelievable finish. I'll be honest with you. On the volley as well, which yeah, I didn't yeah. think was it, it a volley was. or half volley? What was it? It's, it's been said as a volley, and I think it is just if you want to be, you know, getting like technical, it it, it was on the on the volley. So fair play to him because that could have gone. That, that could have gone horribly wrong. Could have gone anywhere. That couldn't it? Really? It could, yeah. But obviously nestled in in the bottom corner, and uh, and yeah, like put dream start. Like you can't you can't ask for anything anything else. And it was, it was funny because I mean I know we went on to miss a few chances, which like I said, which we'll mention. But first chance of the game, and because they they I think pretty much had the ball. Yeah, it was against the run of play, really, wasn't it? Yeah, for the, the first, first five, five minutes, minutes yeah. they. We didn't have a sniff. They didn't, didn't have a didn't have a touch on it. And then next minute, goal. Now thinking that's what you need to be clinical. You know, one well, chance, one goal. What does that say to you? It's just you. It's like you can have all the position in the world, but it doesn't mean you're going to win games. Don't mean anything, does it? Like doesn't mean anything. Like you just said, they had they had no shots on target. Well, that's I had what we're 70, saying. I think I've, I read that they had sixty. Was it sixty-seven or sixty-six percent possession? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've got down sixty-five, but yeah, it's, it were a yeah. lot. Do you know what I mean? And a lot, a lot of possession, but they have, it seems like they didn't really do do much with the ball. So. Yeah, but what, I mean, we had eleven shots, four on target. I think they had similar amount, but ten, ten yeah, it was, but not, yeah. none on target. We pretty much blocked everything. Obviously, Peacock Farrell had no saves to make. But one thing that stood out for me, I think they had like twice the amount of passes. So they were like in the four hundreds or something. We were down in the two hundreds for for passes. Um, not, I don't think that's even completed either. That's just pa- just passes attempted. But then you look at dangerous attacks. Now, I'm, I was looking on flash scores, so I don't know. It could differ depending on which uh, app you're using. But we had 43 dangerous attacks and they only had 35. So all that says is exactly what like when, when we were there. They had the ball, but they just passed it between the back four. Didn't really get into our half. And, and I think you've got to give credit to whoever whoever's on like the analysis or the, the team or anything like that, or, or even Darren Moore for making the decision not to press. Because against Plymouth, we pressed, for you know, and that's why we got the goals. They've clearly looked at Ipswich. I mean, Ipswich, are the, if you look at possession throughout the course of the season, they're second behind MK Dons in terms of av- average possession. So they obviously like to keep the ball in, you know, in, in their games and dominate the possession. But they, you know, we've clearly watched them and gone. Well, let them have it. Like, let, if they if they want to pass the ball between the back four, let them pass the ball back. You know, between them. Let's not close them. Down. What they're trying to do, aren't? I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, Giles. But when they're doing that, they want they want you to come onto them, don't they? They want you to to do that high press, and then they're just going to pass the ball around you. But, yeah, yeah, of course. They're just waiting for someone to 
to, to move you know, out of position. Yeah. yeah, exactly. They're creeping and then they want someone to come out to then go boff, boff, boff around you. And then that's where they... Is it tough, they, they, is it tough they, to do that, Giles? You must have had it where, where you've been told not to not to press or only press in the, in the final third or yeah, whatever. For me, it's tough because... You want to go and get the ball, when, don't you? <laughs> like, well, that's it because I hate when I see my opposition midfielder having time on the ball, right? You keep thinking, well, look, he might not be... Like you said, they didn't really hurt us uh, on Saturday, right? But the midfielder would have had more touches and more passes than me. Yeah. So in my head, I'm thinking, no, I've, like that makes you get a bit angry and think, I've got to, I've got to fucking get near him. Yeah. I've got to smash him. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's too easy for him, even though they're not really creating anything. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, it, it can be hard, but I think by the sounds of it, the tactics were spot on. Yeah, like, I mean, it, it was a totally different game to Plymouth, weren't it? Yeah, 100%. And for me, when I said like, it's most satisfying. It, it weren't the most entertaining. Plymouth were obviously a much more entertaining game. I mean, we scored four goals for starters, which that's what you're that's what you're good to see. But for me, it were more satisfying in that you could see that there were a definitive game plan, and and we just executed it. I won't say to a T because we we did miss a few chances, but we scored a goal. We've stopped them from having any shots on target. <laughs> If you if we do that every game, then we're going to go up as champions. Do you know what I mean? It's so for for me, I were I were pleased at the way that we executed it, and and also we've brought the two new lads in to to not concede, and the first thing we've done is is not concede. So other other teams that are going, you know, Morecambe on Tuesday, they're probably thinking, fucking hell, like we might have had a chance last week if we, if we'd have played them. This week, you know, we're gonna we're gonna struggle a bit. But um, yeah, I think to be fair, I just think pretty much everyone played well. There are a couple that I didn't think did, but it would. I put a man of the match tweet out, and I just did it like straight after the game. Um, and a few people have mentioned a few. You know, I think I put down Mendes Lang. Um, I can't remember who I put down now. Johnson, Johnson, and Dean. I think I put, Dean and Lungo. Something, something well, like what, that. Yeah. Liam, what players did you think didn't play very well? <laughs> Get ready. Get ready. <laughs> <laughs> Baz, Baz didn't have a good game, but no, I, no, no. In first half, especially, he, I saw a great strike from him. Though. Oh yeah, well, well, now that was that was yeah, really good save. But he's he he's what passed. was he not giving? What was he what not getting on the ball or giving it away? Giving or it what? away. No, okay. I think in the first half, I, was he trying too hard? He, you think? Yeah, he only he only found a Wednesday shirt twice. I think in the first half. Do but, you know what? It, it, we don't need to do these Hollywood passes all the time, and like it, it, you know easy passes will suffice. And I think as well, it, it, it was strange because I found him to be very negative. Um, there were times where there were, there was space for him to, for him to run into and he, and he was like coming, coming short and wanting to go back to the defense. So now whether that were something that Darren Moore said to do to keep that, like, I don't know, keep possession and, and things like that. I don't know, but there were, there were just times where it could have, we could have advanced the ball forward and it, and it felt like he didn't want to or they were... It's difficult though, isn't it? Because as a midfielder, you get you, you get a lot of people that say, oh, you know, he, he's not playing forward enough. He's playing sideways, playing backwards. But then when players do try and play forwards and they obviously, you know, they, they give it away or it doesn't quite happen for them. You know, people are quick to say, yeah, you know, he, he should play simple a bit more often and maybe just, you know, the five yard, 10 yard part. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. And the yeah. thing is, I'm not saying he didn't have a shocker. He just wasn't on... On Baz's yeah, sort of... Yeah, yeah. And, and I think, but then you look at it again and you say, oh, well, we only had 35% possession. So we had less 
Yeah. You know, I mean, you're looking yeah. at less opportunities for him to get forward because we've not had the ball as much, have we? So. And to say as well, obviously, I was looking at the average possession stats and what have you, and we're, we're about 52%, I think, uh, throughout the course of the mm. season. So on the whole, we do have the ball more than more than the opposition. It would just obviously... To the, you know, at the, the weekend, we we are they are they touched it yeah. in in comparison, but uh, yeah, obviously Bannon's Bannon's standards are so high, aren't they? And we do expect a lot of him. I just thought that, like I say, it was tricky to 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 pick one player out that were the man of the match because I think they all yeah, nobody, lot, nobody really stood out. They all just did no, a I job. Think, I, 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 think, I think they either said Dean or I just yeah. said obviously. May always mass, but I think mass and I, I think mass and um, here we go. Mass, 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 mass. That's what I'm looking for. I couldn't think of his name, Delhi Bashiru. Them two are getting a nice little partnership going, aren't they? Yeah, Together they are. The like, middle, like they're both. Um, I saw I saw someone having a little bit of a pop at Delhi Bashiru, but I thought he played really well. He's one of them players that he, he does, I won't say go missing, but he does. He doesn't light it up, but when he does, you know, in terms of his tackling and stuff and on the ball, he he's a man mountain. Isn't there were he, loads you know? of times, there were loads of times, like near the corner flag, yeah, where he kept get having a good touch, flicking it, passing it off to Canberra, and then if Luongo's not there to get it, he's there, and they can't. Like I said, it the last two games, they can't go through the middle because them two are solid, yeah, in that in that central midfield. And I think them two, like if I think it'll be them two. Obviously, it's going to be because of Denver. I did. How did Canberry do up top? Yeah, he, he was all right. He was a bit um, obviously he's come back from injury, isn't he? I think he had an operation himself, so um, he was running the channels. We were, we were going. He probably wouldn't have started, would he? If if Gregory, no, uh, no, it would have been Gregory and and Windass, one hundred percent. And he's not. He's different to Gregory, isn't he? Yeah, he can he can hold it up at times. He and, looks more mobile. Oh yeah, well we were knocking it. He was running the channels, weren't he? Yeah, we yeah. were knocking it over to him, and there was a couple of times. Um, he got played through. Someone put a ball, Luongo. mass put a ball over the top, yeah. and he like it was he weird because he had mask. he had some good <laughs> he had some good. <laughs> no, no, I'm not even taking a piss. I'm being serious. It was a great ball. I watched. I saw the clip. Yeah, I don't know. He just looked a bit. It, it stages. He looked a bit off, did he? Like off the pace. Yeah, like yeah. not just his touch, but then he had some really good touches. It was just weird. What's it like, Giles? When you come back from injury in your first game, obviously everyone's expecting you to be to be on it. And I'm sure you've had your, you know, all the training and what have you, and you you feel like you know you're up to full, full fitness. But are you, does, it, does it take a few games just to get that like sharpness back? Yeah, of course. You can have all the training in the world. You can have these under twenty three games, but it's it's never the same, is it? It's not like playing on a Saturday, you know, for the first team in a competitive game. It's you know the the it's different. It is it's just completely the intensity is different. Um, so it, it can take you a, a bit of time to get back up to back up to the speed. Um, but I don't know how how long has Canberra been out injured for? It's got to be a good couple of months or so. Some of that. Been, so we, we, haven't, we haven't played a lot of games, have you, over Christmas? So, but I think you were out before before then. He's, apparently, he went back to Switzerland and had some some surgery or whatever oh, on great. his. Um, I, I don't know what injury he's, he's had, but you know he's come back in. He's been thrown back in there. My take on Canberra is I'd, he he puts himself about. I'd say he, he like I said he runs the channels. He's he puts the defenders under under pressure and stuff like that. He, do, he does that bit well, but I just think in terms of his he's not got that 
killer instinct or that like I don't that, think you went I don't think you went for a header all game no that was it, that, that was it, yeah and, and it can like I don't know his touch is sometimes a bit a bit off alright we'll put that down to the fact that he's not played a lot and he's, he's only just coming uh, coming back but you know what just going just staying on that point it can take some players time to get back up to speed and he probably but weren't then, expecting to play either because maybe not you know what yeah, I mean yeah. Greg I don't, I don't know apparently we Gregory injured himself Gregory, yeah. Gregory injured himself last week so he likes to think he'd have had a week knowing that he's perhaps going to start or he's at least in contention to start but you know, but what you're, I was probably, is, you're probably open to, to be another couple of weeks until they a got... A couple of weeks, yeah. yeah. But let's let's not forget, Hutchinson's been out for, you know, he was out for two months, was it? Three months? Yeah, yeah. Something like that, anyway, with but, his Achilles. What's, he's come back in, and, and and that's what I mean. Some players, they can just... They, and Hutchie's... But I think Hutchie, it's a bit... I think it's a bit di- yeah, I think it's a bit different, though, when you're playing in defence to, to up front. Like, when you're up front, you, you get rated on your chances and your goals. In defence, you've got a little bit more leeway in terms of you've just got to do a tackle. Do you know what I mean? Like it's not. Yeah, but still, you know, if you're coming uh, across a, a striker and you're not on your point, like a striker can embarrass you. Let's be honest. Oh yeah, of course, yeah, hundred hundred percent. But you know what I mean? But yeah, no, I understand you. While we're while we're on tackles, and my man, he's got the highest. Ta- is it the highest tackle number in games in the league? Something like that. Four four point something a game. Yeah, mass. <laughs> oh, there it is. There it is. <laughs> Someone get Liam Mass's mobile number, please. Have you not got it, Charles? Cheek, you know everyone else's. Cheeky Nando's or what? <laughs> yeah, no, that date, no, that date that he said he was going on a couple of weeks ago. It's uh, it Mass, was it? <laughs> <laughs> he wishes. I'm gonna get you a t-shirt with his face on it or something. Make you wear it every week. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like you know, Overall, it was just a, a good a good performance. Obviously, didn't look like conceding. Um, we had another uh, debutant as well, um, Tyrese John Jules. He came came on, had a bit of a bit of a cameo at the end. It was funny because, again, I I said that it was crying out for John Jules to come on, or or at least like to see him. I thought it was going to drag. Um, Canberra off to be oh, fair I, I didn't I thought Wind, I didn't think Windass had no he didn't have a good, I just thought with the fact that um, in terms of Canberra's coming back from injury yeah and what that's have you, true yeah it, it, it both of them I suppose uh, yeah it could have been a toss up between, between both of them but I just saw that Ipswich were playing such a high line uh, their defence were well up like you know a couple of yards off the uh, off the centre line and what have you halfway line and and I thought John Jules, we know he's got a bit of pace. Suppose he got a bit of pace. I thought he could, you know, we could put the ball Off in the behind. Shoulder, like, yeah. yeah, and he could and he could run in and really exploit that. And fair play, I mean, Ipswich must have done their due diligence on him because it's, these are the things that you don't really notice, I suppose, unless you've like study it kind of thing. But when John Jules came on, Ipswich were forced to to play deeper because obviously to to counteract that kind of you know, not leaving as much space space in behind. So these things that you kind of that you see that you know that these changes that get made that you perhaps don't necessarily uh, like notice all the, all the time. And I thought he did he did all right. Yeah, like, he, did, he did well. I think. You know, what? Like, I don't know much about him. I don't know much about him. But you know, now I spoke to Hutchie recently. Hutchie says that he is a player. You can see that. I mean, look, he said, it, he said honestly, only in training, he's only been there a little while, right? So he's only had a few training sessions. But Hutchie told me that he looks like a proper player. I mean, when he signed, um, I, I was going to look on YouTube and, you know, like you normally do to see what these guys do. But 
I, I didn't do that because someone told me if you go on YouTube, you can find out that Saido Berahino is actually a decent footballer. So I um, <laughs> I, I, I steered away from that big time. I, I thought we'll not we'll not have a look on there. So. Yeah, I think when he came on though, it was a case of pretty much because what he came on late, didn't he? Yeah, he had about twenty twenty five. We were minutes, we were it? trying to run the game down, weren't we? Yeah. Obviously, if there was a chance to be had, obviously take it. But it wasn't. Uh, he didn't come on. In, in a time in the game when he weren't trying to change we the game, when it, it, yeah. But, um, but I just, you know, he didn't disgrace himself. No, I mean, he held it up. He held it up a couple of times in corner, and he I mean, was smart about it because he's a young lad, isn't he? Yeah, he's not yeah. like he's I mean, not he's not tried to do tricks and flicks and whatever when we're trying to win, like run it down a bit. So I mean, it's different. Is, is he a winger though? Is he meant to be a winger? No, so he's play, a striker. striker. Plays through the middle. Yeah. he can play he can play on the left he can play on the right he can play down the yeah. middle predominantly down the middle and that's where he's um, obviously when he were at Doncaster that's where Darren Moore tried to play him but he has okay. played like I said he's played on the left for, for Blackpool uh, this season but he's also played on the right for uh, for Doncaster as well so he can play anywhere across that front front three really which is which is good obviously we know that Darren Moore likes to have players playing in different positions and being <laughs> versatile and what have you. Left back isn't one of his positions or left centre back. You might play centre half then. Hey, we've heard that a few times. But no, I, I, I mean, it's weird, isn't it? Because we, we've won the game, so we're going to say oh, he's done all right. I suppose if we'd have lost 2-0, you'd been saying he's crap. He didn't do anything when he, when he came yeah, on. Yeah. So it's, uh, <laughs> but I think, um, you know, I won't be, st- I won't be starting him on, on Tuesday, but he's, he's certainly, you know, I, 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 he's not come on and thought he's absolutely, dog shit you know what i mean um another thing that that i noticed a few weeks ago but again we continue to do it which i've been crying out for this like for since god were a lad defending the corners having uh having two, two men up. yeah we've done it the last couple of weeks we have there? yeah mm-hmm. and I, I think it's just uh it's just something different that you you don't normally see well but, like granville asked it with he said he i'd not noticed it to be fair to be fair they're hiding one's on <laughs> i think we have um who is it? Uh, Delhi Bashir, who was on left or or, or the right, if you if you're kicking towards, uh, and, I, and I think who goes on the other side, Windass, I think it were or something. Yeah, like. yeah, and then but they're, but they're on the they're on the you know the wide, aren't they? They're like yeah, touching. yeah, and then and, and, but like you said, it just brings another man out of the box, doesn't it? Yeah, for them as well. So what do you, what do you, what do Grimsy do when you're defending corners? Is it every every man back or no? I think we keep we keep uh, keep one up one up one up. I think yeah. It was thinking that because you saw obviously as the game went on, when the game got you know in the dying dying minutes, we left two up and they didn't know what to do, did they? They were like, "Should we stick them up for that? Do we do we do we go back? Do we you know?" And the a cat and mouse, isn't it? Well, yeah. Well, they left. Right, you normally you have a covering defender, don't you? you have if we put two up, they're they're gonna keep three back, and yeah. near the end, you know, they just left two. So again, it, like you said, there it's cat and mouse, isn't it? We were calling their bluff. Normally, you have every man back, don't you? But Fair play that we stuck to his guns and uh, and tried to call their bluff a bit, which which were which were good. Um, just just on them uh, on them new boys. I know we we spoke about about him, uh, about him a little bit, but Harley Dean. One thing that I could see is that we spoke about it that we didn't have a didn't have a leader. For me, he looked like a a leader. Um, well, he was I, a captain, money of Birmingham, so he's a, he's definitely a leader, isn't he? Yeah, hundred percent. And he coming in his in his um in his pre match and his like first interview and what have you, saying that he's not going to ruffle any feathers up or anything like that. But one thing that I, that I did find, you could see that it's just his organisation yeah, skills. Yeah, yeah, he was you? commanding and shouting and whatever else, weren't he? So, do you think he's got a shout of being captain? Take it off, Bannon. 
No. No, I'd give it to Usher. Yeah, I'd give it to Usher. Like a lone, a lone player get, taking the captaincy. Nah, if he stay, if we get him next season, then maybe. But yeah, potentially, yeah. But I, I think I, I, I wouldn't. If I was in the team, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be happy with a lone player taking the captaincy. I'll be honest with you. The thing is, as well, it's like he might not have the armband, but he, you know, just because he's got the armband, exactly. don't mean you can't. He can still help and still add and still act. Yeah. You know, as a captain in a way. Exactly. I mean. He won, I think he won player of the, of the year last season for fans and players player of the year as well. And and you can see that, can't you? He looks like a very honest player. And by that, I mean, like, he just does what he's asked. Yeah, him, and there was no, like, obviously he played really well. And we were probably looking at it more because he was new and obviously we've not had that. But really, he, he didn't do anything... He didn't do anything spectacular. He just did his job well. And yeah. that's when you think, well, he didn't make any mistakes. There was nothing to... I think, obviously, the situation we've been in, we were really watching him to see what he was like because we've obviously had people missing in that position and whatever else. So, But I think, yeah. you know, if he was just... Uh, if he'd been here a bit or say it was Dom coming back in or whatever, it'd just be like, yeah, standard, standard procedure. So hopefully he just... Yeah. He's solid every week because he looks good, doesn't he? Like just like you say, organized, determined, all that jazz. So I mean, a few a few people on Twitter were saying like, you know, mentioned that they've done well and the defense has done good, and they were saying that Ipswich were were poor and they didn't create much. But I think that's got to be a testament to to the defense as well because anything that they threw at them, it just went straight back. Do you know what I mean? And and there could have been times where I dare say, if we were, you know, if we were playing the the back three that played last week. They could have struggled with it, and you know they've they've stuck to the guns. One thing I would say is, and I think you mentioned it. I don't know if we're, just me and you were talking, Liam, last week. And in terms of an attacking threat, like when we were playing Plymouth, we had you know we talked about the underlapping centre backs, Johnson bombing forward, Palmer getting getting forward. Didn't really see Uch or no. Story get forward that much. I mean, there was occasions where they got forward, but it wasn't you know getting forward and putting a crossing or, or anything like that. But do you like think Moore might have told them not to because of the way Ipswich play maybe? Yeah, potentially. Poss- possibly. But I think they're perhaps different players. You know, they're not... Palmer um, and Johnson are more, you know, right back in a winger. Yeah. More they, they do want to bomb forward and what have you. That's their strengths. And obviously it works mm-hmm. against Plymouth. So I, 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 don't, I don't think we're going to be playing... If, the, if those three remain to be the back three, I don't think we're going to be as attacking uh which look win win every game one nil i'm not bothered i'm not bothered i said it numerous times i'm saying I'd, I'd take one nil every week like but we did again we had his chances didn't we we missed we missed some chances oh like, yeah like yeah we'll, we'll get into that in a second i just want to make a point and uh something that big al said uh, big al 76 on on twitter and he put, he put just on the Harley Dean um, situation, just saying should take advantage um, that they, that Birmingham want to get rid of him, uh, so we'd be able to cut a good deal for him. They may even subsidise part of his wages to get him out. And I think he said in his in his interview when he came that he's got another year left on his deal at Birmingham, but he probably won't see that out because of the comments that that Lee Bowie made and and what mm. have you. And I don't know, like. I don't want to get too carried away. It's one game. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how he gets. We'll on. see how he gets on. But if he if he carries on in the in the way that we've seen him in in that game against Ipswich, then why not? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. See how he gets on. But yeah, the the, the chances that we missed, um, 
Yeah, obviously we were clinical in his first chance, one shot, one goal. But we should have had three or four, shouldn't we? Yeah. Really? But in, in, I think I just think the winger, the wingers, wingbacks, whatever. Mendes Lang and Johnson both played really well. Yeah. I don't think ben, uh, Mendes Lang put a bad ball in. No, he didn't have his shooting boots on though, did he? But uh, <laughs> that were like the there uh, were two, weren't there? The first one was on his. Uh, the first one was on his right, but he was off balance, weren't it? Yeah, that that was a tough one. He oh, was, that wasn't a chance. That wasn't a. You wouldn't call it a chance. It was no. just a pop shot, wasn't it? But, yeah. But then the second one. Well, the one where Canberra slipped him through. Yeah. He's got to be in the target from there, hasn't he? Yeah. He's on his left in and again. He looked off balance again. I don't know what. He like yeah, that ball got caught underneath him, didn't it? He looks. You can tell he's a player that's not. I mean, obviously he scored that goal against Plymouth and that were fantastic and what have you but you can just tell that his confidence is not quite there it's probably that that first shot probably knocked his duck off mm. a, a little bit that you know but pop- other than those two he played really well I think though like I said he, he was he's good in it I like him I like him as a player you he's know, strong it, he's got a turn of pace he can like, pull he a that, ball in he likes that little step over and then getting an extra extra half a yard and what have you yeah I'm, I'm impressed with him I think he's he's not really done the a great deal. He's got another assist, which yep. you know, yeah, he's, he's put the ball in for for Johnson, put it back stick. It was a good good cross, capitalised on it. Uh, the other miss was Johnson, weren't it? Yeah, he dragged one, didn't he? Yeah. When it was probably easier to easier to score. Um, I just feel like if it was the other team that had them chances, they put him away. Yeah, and there was it's. It doesn't matter, does it? Now I don't think <laughs> no. we shouldn't worry about it too much. But if it's a different game, well, it won't be. It won't be a Wednesday till I die podcast if we didn't have a bit of a moan, <laughs> would it? To be fair, or we won't be. Clo- you know, th- people think we're supporting another team if we're not not whinging and moaning about something. But yeah, I know, and it is. You know, we need to start putting them away because there was even Windass had one that he put wide. <laughs> Again, that would um, probably be a bit of an half chance when, half when, it, chance, when it popped. Yeah. popped to, uh, to be fair, when he hit it, I thought in the form that he's in, I thought this is going in. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, but I mean, it's got to be a positive that we're creating the chances yeah, yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. Like I say, like, even like with like we're saying, thirty-five percent. We have been though, haven't we, Liam? Yeah, we, yeah. We, we've been creating chances over the last two games. Not as, not, not as many as in the last couple of games, but we're still we're still creating decent chances. That so. was the big. That was the problem at the start of the season, weren't it? We wasn't creating enough chances, and you, you, I just like you know hope that it, these chances are turning into goals. But again, you know, if you if we stop the other team from score from having any shots on target, let alone having any goals, then it's going to come in it yeah. and that Bannon effort that goes in oh man that goes in like what nine times out of ten I was saying yeah, it's a very good save I was saying to Steve Favre-in-law we were just berating Bannon saying yeah we'll, we'll, t- we'll, we'll I was saying basically we should drag him drag him off and put someone else on but then I was saying who would you put on for him you only had buyers really that yeah. you could put on for him which you know uh, we, we then just de- decided to stick with Bannon instead but then literally a minute after that he has that shot and we, and we were saying like you know that's why you keep players like that on the pitch. It's like completely again. I always refer. I watch a lot of Premier League, but it's like Harry Kane. Yeah, if he's not playing well, you still keep him on the pitch because they're capable. I don't know. Just... I don't know if I agree with that hundred percent. I think it depends how the game's going, right? Because I don't think uh, there's for me a player's not undroppable. Yeah. Oh no, you know what I mean. So I feel like if he is having a stinker, then it doesn't matter how good. Even Harry Kane. If Harry Kane, I know. Harry Kane might only need one chance and it's a goal. So you, I, I can understand what you're trying to say. You're trying to say, leave him on because if that chance does come, he'll score. But if he's, if the way the game's going, if, if, if they're not performing well and they're actually causing us more problems than, 
yeah, than actually yeah. having them on, then sometimes you, you listen. Yeah, if, yeah. if Baz has to come off now and then, then he has to. Oh come yeah, off. I mean, I wouldn't be against it, but like you say, it's, we've not really with obviously a Denny run not being on the bench. Yeah, it's, uh, well, if, if there's a case, you've got buyers on the bench. You, you put buyers on yeah. if, if if it's needed, of course. Yeah, and then we, to be fair, we were, it looked like Pato was going to come on at one point, but then good job he didn't. Johnson got injured, didn't he? Yeah, but but I think it was this, the time that, that Patterson didn't come on. I think. You know, they, they made their sub and I don't think Patterson were just quite ready. And like I say, we're good that he didn't because if not, Johnson would have had to have one carry on or, or he'd have had was to... There anything, was there anything mentioned about that? Or It was funny, what, in terms of Johnson? Yeah. They just seemed to sort of check him over on uh, on Monday. But it was funny because obviously on, on the debate show, we'd mentioned about uh, the fact that we're doing, you know, shit hours are in, we're not very good at it. And then uh, I thought we were... The game management was a lot better. Yeah, I was going to say that. Do you think it was better? I've seen a lot of people saying it was better. Because I think, it, I think, it, I think it, the pl- picture the scene, all of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Open them up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Players were listening on on uh, to the debate show on Thursday, to be fair. I mean, that, I mean, that's exactly what it were. But it were like, the, 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 we were taking his time, picking yeah. the ball up and stuff like that. You know, they weren't rushing anything. It was, and, it was better. I wouldn't say it was. it's there yet, but it's getting better. But I, when Johnson went down, I thought that were a, you know, a bit of a fake injury, but he got brought off. Yeah, so he went played. straight down the tunnel, didn't he? So, yeah, it'd be a shame if he is if he is injured. Yeah, because if again he played well, he put some good balls in as well. Yeah. To be fair to him, well, he's playing uh, in a more comfortable position. That's yeah, why. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I listened to the um, post match that, that Darren Moore did, and he said about uh, that Marvin Johnson were told to mark them. I forget what his name is there, number seven, but it it, it, it marked him out as as one of their better players, and he'd been told to to keep him out of the game. Obviously, with his defensive duties that he's kind of honed over the over the recent weeks. And one thing that I've noticed, I don't know if you've noticed it as well, but you knowing we're defending, it does look like we go to a, a almost like a back four. Johnson, it looks like Johnson slips in it at left back and Story like moves over to the to the right. And yeah, I've think... got Mendes Lang's a bit more advanced, but I think we were like doing that, that against um... <coughs> who was it now? What was the last home game before? Plymouth. Yeah, we were doing it a bit against Plymouth because we yeah. were trying to figure out, was it that game where the team sheet came and like, are we playing four or five at the back or whatever? It, it, might, have it might have been, yeah. But I thought that. I thought it looked like we were playing when, like you say, we drop into another... Like, Has that ever happened, Giles? Like, do you, have, do you have it where you have formations that are kind of fluid, that, that, that can, when you're in and out of possession, that players aren't, you know, it's not just a case of he's on left and he's on right and that's where you play. Yeah, they, definitely. They do move around and what have you. 100%. Yeah, like you said, it can easily happen. And I wouldn't be surprised if Moore's, Moore's maybe told um, Mendes Lang to, in that position, to maybe stay a little bit higher, get Johnson to tuck round 
story yeah, to yeah. maybe push out a little bit wider to the right. Do you know what I mean? I wouldn't be surprised if that if that happened. Yeah. It certainly looked like that to, to me anyway. And uh, I've not looked, you can, you can look at kind of on average positions and what I mean, see where they are. And it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if Mendes Lang were, were a lot further forward than what, than Johnson, than what Johnson yeah. were. But I mean, look, he got forward for the goal, didn't he? So uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Came, came in there late. Um, Just, just one question. Are you, are you happy with the squad as it is at the moment? Like injuries aside, um, do, do you, do you think what we've got is a good side? Yeah, I think so. I, I'm quite happy. I think, like you say, if they weren't injured, like, it's crap that anyone's injured. But yeah, but yeah, I, I'm happy at the moment. I think we've I think got, got, quite we've got good... to be happy. We've got. I think obviously, depending on how bad Gregory uh, Gregory's injury is, yeah, that could be a big potentially. Uh... Maybe maybe we might need another striker. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I was talking in the car school when we were going um, going to the game on Saturday. We were saying we were going through Sheffield Wednesday's team. We were like, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a fucking good team. There's, there's probably there's, probably the best in League One. You, you on paper. Yeah, the, the, there's most teams in that league. You know, they just take any of them players, wouldn't they? To be fair, any of them players that played on, on paper, Saturday. that is a good, good team, mate. Honestly, that's the issue, though, isn't it? Like the game's not played on paper. Like we exactly we, at the start of the season, we were we were saying, you know, we, we're going to walk it, but. Then when you look at the likes of Rotherham, who I couldn't even name one of their players, but yet they're all playing as a team and they're all interchangeable and what have you. Whereas I think we're getting a bit a bit more like that in terms of, um, you know, like you'd, you'd always say, oh, Barry Bannon, stop him from playing and, and, and we're going to lose the game. Whereas now I think he's, he's less dependable. You know, we're yeah, not, yeah. We're not re- just relying on, on Barry Bannon. We have got other players that can, that can do the business. Um, I mean, some players that, that I am disappointed in. Um, George Byers, we've not hardly seen him at all this season. He's kind of also almost been like a forgotten man. And another one but, is... But let's just say, yeah, I agree with that. But he's had injuries and he hasn't really been given much of a much of a chance, has he? How many games has he really played to, so that we could really judge him? Yeah, he's like a bit part player, and he he played. Yeah, he has a been a bit of a bit part. Yeah, but, listen, when he has played, he hasn't really. I think the first game he played, I came to it. I can't remember who it was. Doncaster, I think it were, weren't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, I came and he he played well. I thought yeah. he looked looked very good. The thing but then is, I mean, he's been in and out. He's had injuries, um, so it has it has been an up and down sort of season for him. Yeah, uh, but you know, listen, I I still think he he can add something to the team. Um, it can. It's just that for me, it's just been a bit disappointing because I mean, I, I mentioned something on on Twitter uh, earlier in the week, like saying which player would you would you say throughout? Like, I mean, I was talking about like the whole of Sheffield Wednesday players from year dot, like hype ten, but ability zero. I'm not going to put George Byers in that in that mold, but I was certainly more. I was certainly excited by the prospect of signing him, and I thought he was going to be a really good player. I just think he just what we've got from him has been a little bit, I thought he'd played more basically. And it, yeah. And I think, I think he'd like to have played more himself as well, but listen, injuries and, uh, and maybe form towards the beginning, maybe when we were winning a few games, it was hard for him to get in a team. Um, yeah. Listen, I think he hasn't really been given much of a chance. And of course the injuries haven't, haven't helped, but I still think that there's some, there's a player there for us not to really judge at the moment and to just see 
see how he goes. Do you know what I mean? Well, fingers um, cr- fingers crossed that you know Delibashir will... season. Yeah, well, he's got next season as well. We'll, we'll see. Do you well, know what I mean? We'll see. Well, fingers crossed, Delibashir will uh, you know Luongo and Baden will will keep him out of the side because you know I, I don't oh, want yeah. there to be injuries or anything for us That's to right. have well, to. Well, listen, we kind of compare that. You, you were saying wing and buyers, right? But. I don't want to say put this out there because I don't really know. I'm not a stats man. You are, right? <laughs> <laughs> but I'd like to. I'd like to think Wings played a lot more games than Byers, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah a lot, a lot. Okay, more. so for me, By- uh, Wings had more of an opportunity than Byers, and I'm looking at Wing thinking, mm, "Come on." Well, I he's been more. he's been left out of the squad, not not just out of the first team, out of the actual squad. Well, there you uh, go. For the last three games, I know um, Darren Moore cited that this week as logistical. Obviously, we can only name five lone players. I think we've got seven, eight, seven, seven eight. We've got eight, I think. And, and Wings with us till the end of the season. He is, yeah, on loan, yeah. Mm. So, but he's been left out. Obviously, we had Canberra, Bailey Peacock, Farrell, and then the three new lads, John Jules, Story, and Dean. They were they made up the five. So, just he, he, you know, he had well, to looks, he had to well, miss it looks out. Like maybe Wing might miss out a bit more than if you think, if you're just talking about those players that them lone players because well, yeah, they're, they're involved peacock farrell's named in every, every you know he's he's the number one keeper he's yeah. always going to play the only the only one would be canberry yeah but then but then would now, I ra- now with ra- Gregory being injured well yeah, yeah exactly but i'd rather have canberry on the bench than have lewis wing do you know what I mean is yeah, it, is you it, want a more of attacking player attacking yeah, threat if yeah, we need we need one exactly so his time could be you know, his time could be up to be fair. I mean, it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if if he got sent back. But then again, with the whole COVID stuff and things like that, I suppose well, it might be you do need strength in numbers, the, don't you? To the other player, uh Corbiano. Yeah. Yeah. It might be similar to him where he gets called back to then go to another club on loan, maybe. I'd Possibly, Chrissy, oh, okay. Chrissy Wilder. He's the he's the middles manager. So he has said that he doesn't. You know, uh, he'll honour all the all the loans because obviously that could be one thing when a new manager comes in, bring all the loan players back so you can have a look at some kind of thing. But no, he's mm. he says he's going to honour it. So uh, it looks like Lewis Wings here to stay for the season. But yeah, I, 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 I can't I can't see him getting much of a. Uh, well, you don't know, do you? Because at. again, it's one game where we we've, we've won, we've played well. Uh, well, we haven't. It's not like we played ridiculously well, but we got the result and did a job. Right, we looked. We look solid, should I say, right? But that's not to say that results don't change over the next few weeks and Wing Wing gets another opportunity. Possibly, yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's good to have strength in numbers. Like like I just said about the whole bias thing, I hope that we don't have to, we don't have, you know, have a lot of injuries and we have to end up relying on him. Um, just want to go on to a, a question. Obviously, you know, follow us on Twitter. It's at WTID pod. Uh, drop us a message. That's what Lee Smith's done. Uh, and he's just asked, uh, wonder what your thoughts are on injuries. Is it just really bad luck or something else? Liam, what do you think? Is it just bad luck that we get these injuries seemingly every single season? I don't know. We've spoken about it before, haven't we? Like, is there something... I don't know enough about it. Do you know what I mean? But is there something wrong in the back room, the way they're, you know, looking after the players and whatever else. I don't know. It was actually quite funny and we probably shouldn't mention this, but I was with my mate last night who was uh, who supports uh, the other half of the city, let's say. Oh, yeah. And he was just saying, until, up until a certain point, like under Wilder and whoever the fitness guy or the physio, whoever it was there, 
they never seem to get injuries, but then as soon as they went, they've got loads of injuries now. So it's, right. it was something we were actually discussing last night, but I don't know. I don't know. It can be luck, a bit of unlucky, you know what I mean? But it also can be the training. You've be, you've been there, Giles. You've been at the at Middlewood Road training ground. Is it as shit as everyone else makes out it to be? The training ground? Yeah, I mean, people have been citing that most of these injuries uh you know, they're not in game. You know, it's not something that's happened in a game when they've pulled up. Most of these injuries are they've happened in training. Um, yeah, know, so what are you trying to say? You're trying to say because the training ground shits? Or well, I know, well Chris, Chris, Chris Turner came out and, and, and he spoke out saying the, the the training ground needs work doing to it. And that's well, no, that's listen, it's not, it's not shit. Injuries. Let's just get that straight. It's not a shit training ground. It's definitely, definitely not a shit training ground. But if you're going to compare it to, to teams like Derby, Leeds, you know, other Nottingham Forest, then yeah, it's not it's not on their level. Yeah, Mark, Mark, it should be. We should be on their level. Let's be honest. Mark. Is the problem where it is though? Because where the training ground is on Middlewood Road, there's not much space, is there? You know what I mean? You can't exactly like. No, if they want to have a big, if, yeah, if they want to have a a, a a proper big training ground, proper training ground, they'd have to move. Yeah, but the thing is, like I was saying last night as well. Leicester have just spent what hundred million on yeah, their new training like that, facilities, yeah. and look at their injury list. Well, it's yeah. massive. So well, yeah, it's not. It's definitely not because of the training ground. Let's just make that. It, it's more either. It's it could be. Listen, it could be many factors. It could be what are the players doing outside of football. Are they recovering well? Are they eating? Are they drinking? It could be the fact that it's just pure unlucky, or it could be the fact that the the training regime it might be a bit too much for certain players. Yeah, and are they going too like... certain players, Yeah, certain players might need more of a rest. Uh, than others you know, listen it, it could be so many different reasons do you think like the style of training so for example I mean I, we don't know it's only rumoured that Gregory's broke his toe do you think they're going well, too they... hard at each other if that makes sense in training well no, apparently, listen, apparently train, you did that in the game you train like that though listen I'm, I'm, I'm definitely someone who you train how you play right it's yeah. none of this half-hearted training because you don't want to get injured well, it's probably more likely to get injured if you train not to. If, that if you're sense. half, yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, you definitely train how you play. You give everything because I feel like if you have that mentality in training, you're going to take it into a game. It's just natural, right? Yeah. Rather than you know just taking it easy and then maybe having to lift yourself for a game. And sometimes it's it's a lot harder. So no, I I don't think that's the case at all. I think I personally think. I, listen, I don't know how Moore's training regime goes in in specifically what he does. Um. But listen, every team gets injuries throughout the course of the year. And I don't think we need to use that as an excuse or uh, or blame anyone uh, at the moment. Do you know what I mean? I think it's just one of those things and it's something that we need to deal with. But the thing is, it's not just Darren Moore. It's every single season we seem, seem to have him. But maybe maybe it's just bad luck. I, I, I don't know. It, one thing for certain is it's just frustrating. It is literally like every week there's I think, someone else. I think it's just because we've had it. Because it has, we've had it for so many seasons where it's been the same thing. Yeah, it's just F- forest. We, we, it like there's quite a few hamstrings floating about. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure on this on the specifics, but it's like I can remember um, Forestieri. He were out for a while, weren't he? And then they were um, weren't Upper out for out for a bit. Well, yeah, they were loads. Flet- weren't Fletcher, he, yeah, Ultra out as well, and it's just like it goes on and on and on. Um, so yeah. Probably just one of those things, but I mean, I think as well, you always focus on your team, don't you? You always focus on your club, and and I'm sure if you spoke to any club, 
they're going to tell you that they've got these injuries and this, this, that, and the other. One good thing is Windass is back. Luongo's back. Hutchinson's back. All right, Dominic Iofa, he's not, he's not back yet, but three of the four main starting 11 players at the start of the season have come back and, and some of them have, have felt like new signings, especially Luongo, obviously, you know, we, with wax lyrical on many occasions about about how good uh, how good he is. Um, now, just before uh, just before I move on to the state of the pitch, which I wanted to to, to bring up, I just want to say you know if you are enjoying this podcast and um, and enjoying the content that we're putting out, you know, three times a week, make sure you sh- share it with all your friends and your family. Get it in the group chat and what have you. Um, we're on on for about fifteen thousand downloads uh, in January. Um, which is, which is cool coming match. to an end, which is our best uh, downloads ever. Regularly in the top 100 for uh, football podcasts in the UK as well on Apple Podcasts. So so a massive thank you to everyone that does does listen. But, you know, like I said, tell everyone about it. Let more, more people listen. We've got some big plans coming up. I know I keep saying that, but uh, we have, you know, been, me and Liam have been discussing a few things that we're going to be going to be doing in the near future and what have you and want to you know keep bringing all this all this content so yeah the more people listen to it the 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 uh, more chance that we've got for to make that to make that happen yeah state of the pitch i didn't i didn't really notice it i'm not gonna lie well i sat on the north stand and it looked a bit ropey especially on this near side where where i sit uh, and especially probably more towards the uh, the West Stand as well. It looked a bit. I thought rough. I thought we spent quite a lot of money on our pitch a few years back. Or yeah, is that like kind of? Is it Deso? Is it like, like kind of synth, half synthetic, half yeah. grass? I've always I've always thought the pitch recently has been. Uh, well, it's been funny because high. against Plymouth, I thought pitch looked in decent nick. Obviously, not being played on for a long time. But my worry is that we've got you know what four, four of our next five games are at home. Um, it's funny though. What. An Ipswich fan um, tweeted saying that um, the pitch looks horrific. I'm glad. I'm glad we don't have to play on that every single week. And obviously tagged in the uh, you know SWFC hashtag uh, and what have you. So after pick pick that one up, and I, I tweeted him back saying um, if you'd been playing on a bowling green, I think you still wouldn't have scored. You know you just weren't good enough. And then he, he tweeted back saying that um, that it weren't an excuse. And I'm like thinking. Well, of course it's an excuse, mate. You wouldn't even mention it. if if you'd have beat us four nil. Would you heckers like me mentioning about state of the pitch? You wouldn't, would you? But it's uh, not as bad as bloody. I think it were. Is it MK Dons? Do they play rugby on that pitch as well? Do they? Is it MK Dons. Mm. I was watching. I can't yeah. remember last week. I was watching some highlights, and I thought, Christ, I'm glad we don't play on that pitch. It were absolutely horrendous. What are some pitches like in National League, uh, Giles? Are some of them a bit a bit dodge? Yeah, to be fair, some of them can be quite poor. Play you can even one team plays on AstroTurf, so it's, it's, it's it all. Yeah, do you have to get your molds out. <laughs> I only ever, I only ever wear molds. Me, yeah. I only thought I had you down as a uh, a World Cup with big studs. Uh. Wow, is that what I'm? <laughs> basic, yeah. Giles, basic with World Cup. <laughs> hey, nothing wrong with a pair hey, of World Cup. With that. I'll take that. Too, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. What yeah. are your predators? No, I'm a, I am Adidas, but I'm Copers. I wear Copers. Nice. Not not Sondicos or all that. Not Sondicos, no, no. <laughs> two two stripes. <laughs> two stripes, yeah. <laughs> Quality. Yeah, now um got another another question as well from Twitterian. 
and he's he's put with all the on off injuries we've had another injury question uh, who is the one player we would choose to be fit until the end of the season I think I'm not even going to answer <laughs> No, oh, here we go. Go we on. That, you already know my answer. I'm not even going to say it. <laughs> on on that one, I would I would say, for me, one player that's not injured until the end. Of, uh, I'd have to go Gregory. I mean, Luongo is the, is the obvious choice, but for me, I would probably say Gregory. I think. How many times have we have we mentioned that? You know, we haven't had a twenty goal a season striker for, well. Neil Meller in 2011 season. So for me, Lee Gregory, all right, he's not been firing on all cylinders. You know, he's missed a few chances. I know he missed a chance against Oxford. He's got, what, eight goals so far this season. So for me, you, you need you need your striker firing. And I do think it is a little bit of a worry that, that he is injured. Obviously, we'll wait to see how serious that injury is. Because, uh, you know, our... I was getting excited about the the prospects of Windass and and Gregory playing playing up front. Is it Luang, is it Luongo for you, Liam? I know you said you <laughs> yeah. weren't going to say, but you yeah, might. probably is. Yeah, I think. Yeah, that's, it's hard, isn't it? I mean, you might be swinging me towards Gregory to be fair, but I just think, I just think that we've played. You say that but since he's coming. The, the thing there. is, you would you would say Gregory, wouldn't you? Right, but. We didn't. We played on the weekend without him, right? And we won. Yeah, and I think Mass. I think the Oxford game is the only game we've lost since Mass's. When Mass has come back and played, that's the only game that we've that we've lost. Uh, a few draws in there. I think something like four, five wins, three draws, and one defeat uh, in the in the games it's played. Don't quote me on that. I'm not stat man. I'm scout man. As we scout as, man. as we ascertained last week. So <laughs> I'm caught. I'm caught between four. Four. Okay, I don't sit on the fence, Giles. Christ. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I'm just thinking. I'm just just going through the team. I've and... picked eleven. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Mass is definitely one. Yeah, because he's yep. been very consistent since he's come back. Uh, Baz, of course, I think if you take Baz out for from now until the end of the season, it's a big loss. Yeah, uh, Hutchie again because I always think Hutchie needs to play. Um. And then you might be a bit shocked at this one, but then I might say Peacock Farrell as yeah, well. Do you know what? It's a, it's a, you say that, but we were, me and um, Favre and Law were mentioning it on, on Saturday and we were just watching him and warm up. Um, you know, obviously they have all those those shots that I think is totally pointless before when, they're, when, they're, when they're warming up. And I was looking and when... Um, one Wildsmith. When Wildsmith has come in on the two or three occasions this season, he's done well. So yeah, I wouldn't yeah, be. Yeah. Jeremy, you know I, mean? I wouldn't be. I'm, I wouldn't be that disappointed. Or I'm just upset. not sure if Joe is going to be consistent. If he was to play, you know, the, listen, we're talking about someone getting injured tomorrow, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. still. We still got twenty. Is it twenty games to play? Something like that. Yeah, quite a few. Yeah, I just. I'm not sure if. I don't know. I don't know. Listen for me. <laughs> Peacock Farrell's probably the least yeah, yeah, out of the four. I know, I know what you mean, though. But, like, yeah. You know what I mean? I was just saying, if he was gone for the whole season, that's a lot of pressure on Joe of course, to just come yes. in when he's been out, to just come in to fill them, fill the boots for 20 games. Yeah, for two, three games, maybe. I'm just not sure about that. But yeah, definitely, I think Mass 
Mass and Baz are definitely, you know, on the on the on the list higher than than yeah, Peacock. Of course. Just on the goalkeeper front, um, just a bit off topic, but Cameron Dawson. He's not doing bad. Four four clean sheets in a row. <laughs> four clean sheets. He's out yeah. Exeter, yeah. Exeter, yeah. So he's uh, he's doing uh, good, you know, great guns and fair play to him. I think he's he's obviously had an opportunity. All right, it's in a division or two divisions below. Listen, it, you know, always say go and play. It doesn't matter. Go and play. You you're in the shop window. You're being seen rather than being on the bench or not or being a third keeper. No one's seeing you. Go and play. You know, if you've got an opportunity, go and play if you're a young uh, young player. Exactly, especially when you're a keeper as well. Look at Joe, he's just sat on the bench. All right, he gets a sniff, you know, for a few games with the international duty and what have you. But, you know, Dawson's got, he's going to have 30, 40 games under his belt this, this mm-hmm. season. So, like you said, yeah, puts him in the shop window. Wherever he comes back to us, obviously we don't know what's going to happen with Bailey Peacock-Farrell uh, at the end of the season. I think that all depends on where where we are come next season if, we, if we're in the championship there's a chance that you might stay, you know, and you know, have, have another season-long loan. Uh, but you'd like to think if uh, if we're still in League League One, I don't think we're going to have him next no, season. Essentially you'd, not. Yeah. You probably you probably think he's going to move to a Championship club. I would uh, I would have thought Just on the goalkeeper front as well. I don't know if you saw obviously the uh, the young lad the the under 18s played uh, black. Blackburn, Blackburn, I think it was, yeah, yeah. in the FA Cup, yeah. yeah, fifth round, I think it was. Lost 1-0, uh, you know, obviously. No, it was 2-1. Get... So it was 2-1, so We went 1-0 yeah. up, didn't we, in there? Yes, that was it, yeah. Lost lost 2-1, and, you know, fair play to them. They've, they've got the furthest that they've ever got. Yeah, they were there, Blackburn, atop of their, the Premier 18s division or whatever it is. Like, yeah, so. but yeah, ahead of, like, Man City and Liverpool yeah. and, and teams like that. <laughs> there, mm. was a, there was a video that Joe Cran did at the end of the game, and... Um, with the, with the keeper, I forget his name eludes me, but the the, the interview is about ten seconds in, and he goes, "Sorry, I've got to stop. Uh, the coach is leaving. We aren't me." <laughs> I saw that. I saw that. Has that ever happened, Giles? Have you ever set off without a player before? No. The only other the only time it's happened to me is when I was getting drugs tested after a game and I couldn't piss. I was there for about two three hours. Is when I was really? up in Scotland. I was up in Scotland, and yeah, in the end the. The um, what's it? The media man had to had to wait and and drive me back. <laughs> I was that long. I honestly I couldn't piss. It was like I was there for two three hours at the stadium, just couldn't piss. Really, Christ. Yeah. And, uh, was That's it like? Is, I can imagine, I can just imagine it being like at school, like Giles Cook here, sir. <laughs> it's annoying. And the thing is, they follow you everywhere. Is it just random, like? Yeah, random. And then they follow you. you go into the toilet. They've got to go into the toilet. You want to go here? They got to, literally. They don't give you Fuck a yard. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking annoying. But I can understand why, obviously, because, you know, you might be doing something dodgy, wouldn't you, so. Well, ex- exactly. Now, uh, we have got another question as well, but just before that, I'm just going to uh, talk about Patreon, of course. Um, obviously, thanks to the Terrace as well, who allow us to do this giveaway for all our Patreon members each and every week. Head over to the theterrasestore.co.uk and have a look at what they've got to offer. Uh, all different sorts of club merchandise mugs mouse mats replica shirts uh, got a nice 91 league cup final shirt which uh, which i've got in the wardrobe which is very nice um obviously just all you've got to do is become a patreon member to um to be entered into that prize draw as a member you're not just getting to entered into that prize draw you've also got access to all of the interviews that we do with all the former players and managers over 30 interviews that we've done so far so we can get your uh, get your ears on all those graham kavanagh is the one that we've uh, recently released loads of stories 
such good value. Um, some of the stories he's got about Cristiano Ronaldo um, playing against Brazil as well. Some of those stories are fantastic. Roy Keane, that that the, I could go on and on and on. Just become a member, sign up, and you can and you can listen to all of those. Uh, but I've got to choose a winner, and this week's winner is Adam McNeil. So Adam, congratulations! Drop me a message, uh, get in touch. Uh, we've got some different prizes. Uh, for you to choose from so we can get that all sorted out for you i said if you want to sign up as well it's patreon.com forward slash wtid pod or you can just go into the show notes and there'll be a link in there for you as well uh, i said they've got another question uh that's come through on twitter it's from gav risk uh, and he's just put your ideal end to the transfer window after his uh what a couple of days left uh, he's put mine would be to ship out berahino in. Uh, and possibly a few more. Send back, send back Gibson, Shadipo, and Wing. Uh, loan out Galvin and Brennan. Uh, depending on availability and Gregory's injuries, look at another forward. I think that's the key thing, isn't it? Yeah, the, depending uh, what Gregory's injuries like, I think we'd need another. I mean, the thing is, we, there's no like for me unless we've got someone lined up. There's no point in sending anyone back because if we do get injuries, they're there if yeah. we need them. Like. Unless we're going to go, oh, we've got someone else who we can bring in in the same position. Um, that that Gibson one for me is interesting in t- sending him back. I know we've not seen him much and what have you. He's been injured, but obviously it all depends on what the what the loan agreement is and things like that. But he is a left-footed centre back that can play left back. The criticism's been that we haven't signed a left back. Now I know we're not playing with with left backs when we're playing in a three, but. We've got one there in Gibson. If he comes back, he he does give us that option. Yeah, I think I don't think we'll see him. To be honest, he's one he's one that I probably would. Depending obviously, if he if he's it depends. Well, we can't. To be fair, I think the fact that he's still sitting there and whatever else, we're probably not paying very much for his wages because I think he'd no. have gone. Already, he hasn't played enough football, has he? How many games has he played for? Forty five minutes. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and it's six months now into the season, maybe even a bit longer. It's. It's a player, really, that you're thinking if he's got him on loan, if you're, if you're the player, you're thinking, well, I've, I need to go and play. I need to go back and try and get another club. There's well, no but, he's, but he's still no, he's injured. injured. He's still injured. injured. No, no, of course. I know, I know, but I'm just saying if... I don't know how long he's injured for, but I'm saying, I, realistically, I think he probably should. Should I don't think he's going to... Now he's brought... We brought in Dean and Story. I yeah. can't see him. I can't see him playing unless there's, like you said, injuries. But even then, for someone who hasn't played football for so long, yeah. to then bring him back in, it's, yeah, it's a bit. You, for me, you're going to play. You, you would play Brennan over, over him, over yeah. him. Yeah, of course. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, th- I mean, that's another name. You know, Brennan, Galvin. Um, I think all the players, the, especially the young lads that aren't playing, for me, get them, get them shipped out on loan. Like, like you said there, Giles. Not only for for their development and what have you, but it also, like I said, puts them in the shop window. Um, how many times have we had lo- you know players that have just fizzled out and gone a- gone on a free? Loads. <laughs> yeah, obviously, go back to uh, Origidi and um, and Shaw that and, and what have you. You know, if we're going to get, we might as well get something for them. Uh, you know, rather than rather than nothing. But I think the main thing is like what you said there, Liam. That for me. Depending on what Gregory's injuries like, we'd need to bring in someone in the same ilk as him. But then again, it's gonna—we're not going to be able to do it. Yet. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Isn't it? There's not many Gregories that are just 
pottering around, especially in January transfer when it's probably the, the hardest well, you can't window. spend any money as well. So. Exactly, yeah. It's probably the hardest window that you can shop in, isn't it? It might really? just be a case of getting another young yeah, some, you know, striker from somewhere and just having numbers rather than yeah. the quality as such, or known quality, let's say. Yeah, but I, you I, never know, he might come good, this young lad, so... Yeah, well, could be he's a wild card, isn't he? Like I asked before, I wouldn't, I wouldn't expect anything from him. Well, if got... he turns up and he does well, happy days. Well, yeah. he's come in. Obviously, when did he, when did he come in? It was earlier this week, weren't it? So at that point, Gregory apparently did his did his tour in the first half against Oxford. So uh, you know, you'd like to think they'd have, they'd have known about it, but you know, the new lads come in. He's probably thinking, I've got a bit of a chance now. You might have been thinking now we're, you know, third, fourth in the pecking order when he, you yeah, know, behind yeah. Windass, Gregory, possibly Canberra. But now, you know, he's, well, he's like you look third at, choice. And, you, and you look at it, Windass and Canberra, both coming back. From, I know Windass has played a few times now, but have both been injured. And a lot of games recently, coming up. So, he'll get a fair, he'll get a fair crack, I reckon. Yeah, exactly. Now, let's just, before we wrap things up, let's move on to the... Uh, Upcoming fixtures. I know they're coming thick and fast. Um, Tuesday, we've got Morecambe at home. The first first time Morecambe have come to Hillsborough as well, may I add. I mean, we've only been there twice, I think. So, um, yeah, they've come off a 2-2 draw against Accrington. I think they're still in the bottom four. I've not uh, double-checked, but uh, I know they were certainly there earlier on. Um, they've got one lad, Iunga, that scored three goals in two games, five goals for the season. Obviously, uh, Cole Stockton, because we aren't saying he scored, I think, 17, 16, 17 goals so far this season. Um, how do you think Chus is going to go, Giles? Um, well, after you telling me that stat about first time Morecambe coming to Hillsborough, I'm not sure that's a good thing or a bad thing. Um, Cup final and all that. Well, exactly. Are they going to go there and play with no fear and think, you know, this is amazing? Or, or are they going to turn up and be nervous and thinking, wow, look at this? You know what I mean? I think it's going to be a tough game, I'll be honest. Um, we owe them one as well because they beat us at one, their place. Yeah, 1-0, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't think it's going to be easy, I'll be honest with you. But I'd like to I'd like to think that we should we should get the win and... I'm I'm hoping that we we should be able to cre- create a few a few chances in the game. I mean, there's a question mark of a uh, Johnson. Obviously, he went off injured late on on Saturday, but barring injuries, would you stick with the same starting lineup, Giles? Would I? Or would you start to rotate? Being it, you know, perhaps no, a I think hutch I, or... I think I would. I think I would. No, I think I think. Yeah, no, I think I'd keep the back three. Um, I think I would keep Mendes Lang on the right. Like you said, the Johnson's one is is the one that's flagging up a bit if he's all right or if he's struggling a little bit. If he's struggling a little bit, then I think you've got you're gonna have to bring in probably I'd say you bring in palms and play I think. play um Mendes Lang on the left. And, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And play Mendes Lang on the left and then bring bring palms in to play on the right. I'd keep the same midfield. And then I think again, it's just Gregory. We don't know how long Gregory's out for. If Gregory's fit, then I I, I would play Gregory. That's what we're just saying as well. Pato obviously can slide it up front. Yeah, he can. Yeah, it's, it's... I don't know. It just pops into my head, but I don't know. I, I don't know. I just think I'm swearing more to Canberry than Pato up top. I don't know why. Oh yeah, no, I am as well. And I think giving Canberry 
you know, once he's got a, a couple of games under his belt, it should be because mm-hmm. he was doing he was doing quite well, wasn't it, before he got injured? Obviously, yeah. he scored yeah, it. Wasn't doing too bad. Scored Accrington. a few, didn't he, and whatever else. He's but... got that great goal, that Accrington. Yeah, man, yeah. That I flick. mean, and Pato even I think Pato had one of his best games actually on the right. Yeah, yeah. Um, when obviously he's again he's like Palmer and he's played. That was Sunderland. Well, or, that, or, or, or do you bring in or do you bring in Pato instead of Palms to play right wing? Yeah, that's that's what I was thinking. Maybe yeah. if Johnson's not yeah, fit, but. Either or, I'm happy with, I think. But I think the manager will go more for Palms than Patterson, I think, because Palms has been quite a big part of the you know, the team this season. Hasn't missed, I don't think he's missed any games, has he, really? Maybe one, three illness? Maybe. One. Three illness, yeah, it was illness, weren't it? Yeah, and obviously this the one yeah. on, uh, on Saturday. Uh, what- so I think he will, He will. yeah, he'll bring Palms in if, if Johnson's not available. Yeah, what's your thoughts for Tuesday then? Are you feeling confident, Liam? Yeah, yeah, I think we should do all right. I think over the last couple of games and... Obviously, we're at home. We've been creating more chances. We were solid at the back. So, obviously, it'd be classic Wednesday to do uh, <laughs> the old day. <laughs> I think this is a chance now to put a run together. Oh, it? mate, like, 100%. You've got games coming. Like We haven't said that before, have we? <laughs> I know, but now more than ever, do you know, the, the fact that these games, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, we've not got... Six at home, is it? Out of ten? Something like that, yeah. You've not got international breaks that just kind of slow the yeah. pace down and what have you if we pick up a, a you know a defeat or we have a bit of a poor result you've got a game in three days time to kind I mean, of put I'm that right lie, I've look, look, we looked at the fixtures didn't we and we've got Wigan and Rotherham at home yeah even the away games I think we should we should be winning we've got Burton twice for starters we've got Accrington in there we've got Morecambe they're Fleetwood's like, the other away game Don, fair, the, Doncaster and Fleetwood are the other two away games so Donia obviously it's at their place but 4,000 tickets for that game my ad by the way so that'll be uh, that'll be well they'll be snapped up straight away I know, and, I'll, be uh, trying to, I'll, I'll try and get to one of them I think I mean, that might be one that I might try and go to actually to be, to be fair <laughs> but no you've got it you're at home I mean, they're in the relegation. You know, I'm not being funny. Like, we, you can't not be confident going into that game, can you? Like, I don't think we're showing him any disrespect by saying that we've got to beat them. Like, it's just. Uh, I think we win. I do think we win. And then, just what, think... the last, the last win was against Wickham. They beat Wickham three two, didn't they? They did, yeah. And they actually played a good game. To be fair to them, I watched the highlights. And uh, I just think sometimes these games they're not you, not as easy. You, think, as you... you look at it on paper and you think, yeah, we should go there, win two three nil comfortably. But it's not always the case. And even more so that Morecambe haven't been to Sheffield Wednesday before. I just feel like it's going to be a tough game. Yeah, but I mean, it's a, a game p- that I think we will still win. I mean, it's a potential banana skin, isn't it? I think they, I think, think they all are. But you, you're back Wednesday with the players that we've got. Massimo Luongo, like we keep mentioning, Barry Bannon, you know, Dean in defence, Hutchinson. They're, they're going to be looking and thinking, fucking hell, how do we beat these now? Like, they look solid at the weekend. They're... And, and the fact that they've come in and totally changed it, I suppose it's a little bit like the unknown. They've, they've perhaps been look. There's no point. Well, I think, I in, there's no point think... looking at like that our team from two, three, four weeks ago because it's totally different to what it. But you know it what? Like I now. actually disagree a little bit. I think they're going to be going into the game with no fear. Yeah. And I think yeah. they're going to. Do you know what I mean? They're just going to be like, "Fuck it." I think. Listen, I think the majority. The majority of the. The teams that come. Yeah, yeah. It'll be the yeah, same. Yeah, like, maybe not, I say the bigger, but the ones maybe at the top, maybe not so much. Yeah, but maybe but, your Cambridges and your, yeah, yeah. Your, your teams that have been in in lower, in League Two, sorry, have come up. You know, they're not expect. let's be honest, Morecambe aren't expect. the fans aren't expecting Morecambe to beat Sheffield Wednesday. 
No, a, a point from Orkham would be a fantastic result. A fantastic, yeah. exactly. So that's where I, where I mean that the pressure's kind of off them. Sometimes these games can be tough. The, the, the pressure's not, not that, you know, the fans aren't <laughs> expecting them to win. So the pressure's like, well, just go out and play. If we lose, we lose. But sometimes when you play like that, you actually can play quite well. So what kind of, what what how do you think we'll set up in terms of, do you think we'll go out and try and get another early goal again, go out all guns blazing, or would you be a bit more conservative because they might catch No, I don't think we'll ball. be conservative. I think we'll, we're, we're home against Morecambe and no offence to Morecambe, but I don't think we can be conservative against against Morecambe. Right? I think I think we'll see that high press again. You know, put them under pressure. Yeah, 100%. Um, it'll be a high press. It'll be win the ball back and it'll be, you know, go attack. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's press from the front as well. You've got to see, you know, I think that's something that Canberra and Windass are quite good at. Um, they're not afraid to do that press and that, that the battling and what have you. But like like any time, you've got to it's, you've, you've got to press as a team, aren't you? You've got to then you've got to have Deli Bashiru doing the pressing. You've got to have Luongo doing the pressing and Bannon and what have you. And then Mendes Lang, you can't just it can't just be half-hearted having two players doing the pressing. It's got to come as as a whole. I'll unit. be honest. I'll be honest with you. If you're Morecambe, you're wanting to yeah, keep it nil-nil for as long as possible. I yeah. think if if Wednesday score in the first 10 15 minutes it could be a cricket score. Trouble. <laughs> well, where a cricket score or not I just think they'll they'll be in trouble. They'll yeah. be in trouble. I mean, another game that's coming up as well. I know we'll talk about on you know on the debate show uh, before then, but uh, Burton Albion on Saturday, um a team that we've not beat yet ever. May I add? I don't think I don't think there's many teams that can uh, that can say that in the uh, you know professional teams anyway, but yeah. There's always yeah. there's always time for a change, right? Of course, yeah. Never. We've only played them four times, though. Uh, two defeats and two two draws. They surely, just... surely they can't make it five. Well, I won't, well, hopefully not. But um, Lincoln, they beat them two one at the weekend. Now they've not got a game in midweek, so you'd like to think you know fresh fresh legs is at their place, the Pirelli Stadium, I think it's called in in Burton. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's another game that I mean. There's none of these teams in this league that I that I fear. You might say Sunderland, but we've played them twice. You know, Wigan. I don't even even though they're top of the league. I'll and be playing, honest, I don't think Sheffield Wednesday should fear anyone in the league. No, that's what I mean. Like they've been in the championship for how many years? Yeah, playing yeah. against top sides. You know what I mean? So yeah, they're used to playing against big teams. So the big teams in League One, they they shouldn't be fearing them. It was Burton's manager? Is it Asselbank? Jimmy Floyd Asselbank. Yeah, yeah, it is, yeah. I just find that such an odd. He did well. Manager. He did well when he came in. And well, I it's his did... second, second, second spell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, know, I just find it so bizarre. Like Jimmy mm. Floyd, he, he played for Chelsea. For, like for God's sake, and then now he's tipping up at Burton well, Albion. Do you think that's more bizarre than Frank Lampard being the Everton manager? Ah, <laughs> well, wow. <laughs> Bloody hell! Are you not? Do you think Lampard is he? Is he deserved? Like. No, of course, that's not deserved. You're crazy. Because I was saying, I took to be fair, and I know some people this might upset and whatever else, but fuck them. Derby <laughs> County, obviously, they reckon they approached Rooney and he said, "Now nah, I'm staying here," which I I love bullshit. that. That's bullshit. Again, I don't agree. I think if if Everton offered Rooney the job, if you're Wayne Rooney, are you going to turn down Everton? Are you really going to turn down? Well, I know. Well, this is this, yeah, no, no, this is my point. Why would he? So. Lampard went from Derby to Chelsea, did naff, let's be honest. So would, wouldn't you think Rooney's first, his first managerial job? Fair enough, it's his boyhood club and whatever else. But do you think he really thinks, I'm ready to go and manage a Premier League club? And if he doesn't do well, 
it could be the end of his managerial but career. But you, but you can't really think like that as a manager. I think if you get the opportunity, like Frank Lampard, if he gets, if they want to interview him, you're giving him an opportunity, you fucking go for it. So fair play for him taking the job, even getting offered the job. But for me, that, listen, it's... Oh no! Well, I was going to say if Rooney, it's amazing if Rooney, that, he, that he's got the job. If Rooney, if Rooney said, if what has been said about Rooney is true, and I'd like to think it is, well, it might not be. But I was just going to say fair play to him. But yeah, listen, it is fair play. But I, I doubt it very much. So that if Everton have come in for for, for Wayne Rooney, he's turned them down to stay at Derby. I'll be honest with you. For me, though, it's like if you went to Everton without this kind of. He's on a bit of a hiding to nothing. You know, is, is he really going to succeed at Everton? Whereas at Derby... Is he, is he going, going to get another opportunity? Does he really need it? I'm sure he's he's med for life anyway in Rooney. Yeah, but I'm sure you know he would I mean? want to manage in the Premier League at some point, right? And if he gets if it comes earlier, then... Look at Stevie G. I know he didn't ever got offered Liverpool, but Steven Gerrard got offered things before Villa, didn't he? And he stayed at... He stayed up there. The Rangers, I don't yeah. know. I don't know what Stephen Jarrett got offered. Well, well they, rec- clubs? They, they, reckon, they reckon, don't they? It's all, it's all. I heard championship clubs, wasn't it? it? Could all be rubbish anyway, though, couldn't it? But I heard it was championship clubs. But then again, you're going to a championship club rather than Rangers. Let's be honest. Rangers is a massive, massive club. Yeah. So you yeah. probably would stay at Rangers and go into a championship club, depending on what the championship club is. But I, I would probably say even then, Rangers is... From Rangers, I think Gerard's mindset was always... I'm going to Rangers to then go to the Premier League. To the Premier League, yeah. yeah. Not not going to Rangers to then go to the Championship, to then wait, to then go to the Premier League again. Yeah, yeah. I got you you know he, what I mean? And he's, he's doing well, isn't he, at Aston Villa? Yeah, so, yeah. So well. far, doing... Right, uh, they're, getting some, they're spending some money, aren't they? Coutinho. And listen, right, Coutinho, you, yeah. you know, the thing The thing is with Thingy as well, Everton, <laughs> you know, when they signed Dino, whatever he's called, they sold him, didn't they? Because he'd fallen out with Benitez. So at Villa picked him up. Yeah. And then they sacked Benitez. I said to the lads, I said, I'd rather sack Benitez than sell Dinier. I'd rather sell He's quality. And, now, yeah, and, now, and then obviously they've sold him and now they've sacked Benitez, haven't they? And so. they've sacked Benitez. But you see, in that situation, I think, yeah, the manager. Coutinho going to Villa at that level, the way it was, I don't think Coutinho would have gone to Villa if Gerard wasn't there. Oh, no, man. 100% not. <laughs> no. You know what, what I mean? What, what Dean, a signing. Dean Smith what signing Coutinho. A signing. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's completely down to Gerard, right? But I'm saying when we go into the look like to 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 Dean, uh, yeah, to Dean. Let's be honest. <laughs> I don't think that's that's down to more. I'll be honest with you. But no, he's it's, it's signing for Sheffield Wednesday for me. I, I, do you know what? On this occasion, I do I do kind of agree with you. Like, it, I think it's Alex, the first time you agree with me. I'm sure must have, surely I must have agreed with you a few times before. Surely, but no, <laughs> I think I think Alex Villa made made the point. You know, when, when you have the interviews and what have you, it is pretty much you know first interview bingo in it. You know, the fans are great. Exactly, big, big exactly. club. You know, you, you can you can play it, can't you? you, know, you tick, let's not tick let's not off. get this twisted. The the players, a lot of players, say stuff just to say stuff, right? Well, because yeah, because you seem like you have to say it, don't you? Well, well you don't have to. You don't have to to say that there's a lot of players out there will just say it how it is yeah you know what i mean you don't have to say say that stuff 
but it's, it's just the nature of how the game is and when players get interviewed they say things yeah it's for the fans it's for the manager yeah the same we'll old take shit one game as it, we'll, take, we'll take the next game as it comes you know exactly. play, 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 play Man United in three weeks time no we're looking we're looking at Wealdston Rovers on yeah. Saturday that big big three points on Saturday fuck off <laughs> <laughs> you are you are shit your pants for, for Man United in three weeks time <laughs> anyway right we're going to we're going to wrap it up there um, thanks again to everyone that's listening make sure you sign up to Patreon patreon.com forward slash WTID pod um, give us a rating a few, so a few more ratings popped up as well yeah, some good ones coming through nearly on 100 on Apple Podcasts and, and you can uh, give us a rating on Spotify now as well which uh, which you couldn't do before so uh, yeah give us all the five stars you want um, greatly appreciated obviously we've got the debate show uh, coming up for you on Wednesday obviously we can talk about the three points that we're going to get against Morecambe on Tuesday. In, in I'll that be there. One. I'll be there. Don't worry. If you've got any questions for Giles, save them for Wednesday. Don't tweet him because he'll just not get back to you, quite <laughs> frankly. So, uh, so yeah, that, we'll have that on. Uh, we'll have that on Wednesday. I can't, I can't really laugh though, can I? I'm not very good on it either. <laughs> not that I'm. Not that I need to be because I'm not. I don't, don't really get the traction that Giles gets. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you, you, to be fair though, you don't have everyone, everyone sliding your DMs saying that Luongo's got more legs than Uch, so he's got to get that one in there. Uh, but yeah, we've also got the Oppo's view as well. We'll be speaking to uh, a guy from Burton Albion and then I think Wigan is the, the one after that. So uh, a few guys from their podcasts coming on. So yeah, make sure you listen to those in the week and then we'll be back with this show again uh, next week as well. So thank you very much everyone and see you all next time. Cheers guys. Cheers, boys. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.